This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, some news that has just been developing in the last half hour that we've learned about. The Vancouver Public Library is being banned from taking part in this year's Vancouver Pride Parade, which is coming up in just a few weeks. We wanted to find out why. So joining us now is Andrea Arnott from the Vancouver Pride Society, the Executive Director. Andrea, thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me on. Can you tell me about this decision? Why do this? Yeah, so the Vancouver Public Library uh, allowed a known um, transphobic um, speaker to have a platform on site at the Vancouver Public Library. And um, we've responded to requests from the trans community um, to take action on this. And this is our decision. And what did the Vancouver Public Library say anything about this? Were they a part of the were they asked for their comment on this? Uh, Yes, we have spoken with um, the head librarian and to the city of Vancouver, um, and we've communicated uh, what um, our decision was going to be and what things could happen so that um, queer and trans and allied um, employees of the library could still participate in the parade um, so that they have that support and um, they can be uplifted during Pride, um, but that we didn't want... um, VPL to have banners or vehicles in the parade this year. And what was their response to that? Um, their response um, was that they, they're committed to trans inclusion, um, that I think they understood our decision, um, and they're, they're happy that their employees can still march in the parade under City of Vancouver's entry or with their union. Um, and we'll be rendezvousing with them in the fall once Pride season is over to talk about next steps and what what things they're going to be working on. Now, Andrea, I remember this story from back in January when this all happened, and there was a lot of concern at that time. Was was the Vancouver Public Library made aware at that time that this was going to be a problem? Uh, they definitely were. Um, there was a lot of um, commentary from trans and queer community um, about their concerns. Those were shared with the public library. Uh, and then since then, um, the Coalition Against Trans Antagonism, um, which is a grassroots trans organizing group, um, has sort of led the way in sharing their concerns with the Vancouver Public Library. So we've attended multiple meetings. Uh, Vancouver Pride Society signed a joint letter written by the coalition um, expressing their concerns and, and requests to the Vancouver Public Library. Yeah, what is this process like, Andrea? Because this is not the first time that an entity has been banned from taking part in Pride. So what is that thought process like? Yeah, so it, it's a complex, multi-layered process yeah. um, of dialogue and discussion, and it's hearing concerns from community members. Um, it's engaging in dialogue um, with different groups who are interested and involved and affected by it. Also, our board has lots of discussions um, about it, but in the end, um, our, our job is to listen to the most marginalized voices um, and to make sure that no one gets left behind. So when we need to take action on something um vancouver pride society has a large voice um and we do have you know our pride parade um and so often we are uplifting those who who don't have that voice yeah is there concern then in the pride society perhaps that some organizations some companies are trying to play both sides of the issue sometimes 
Uh, I, I possibly yes. Um, in in specific cases, um, it's something that not everyone knows that every um, parade entry gets scored on the matrix, and we have a parade working group made up of community members. It changes every year, um, and it's led by myself. So those community members sit down and review every single parade entry. So there's about 140. So they do that starting in September, and they meet once a month to do that, um, and. You know, we look at every single parade entry to look at where they're at, what they're doing for the community, how their values align with Vancouver Pride Societies, if they've had any homophobic or transphobic incidences, if they have policies in place. Um, So there's a lot that goes into um, discussing each and every parade entry. Right. So you don't want just somebody to kind of come in and make themselves look good. Yes, uh, that's we're looking for what they do throughout the year. So there's actually a question on the matrix um, and on the parade application asking what either internal initiatives and external initiatives a company or organization engages in throughout the year, not just on, on parade day. Right. So then for the Vancouver Public Library, can they perhaps reapply for next year if they wanted to? Oh, definitely. Um, I think we're going to work closely together um, in our off-season, so starting in September, and and, uh, look at um, ways that they can um, be back participating next year, just like we've we've said with UBC. Right. And when you do the, the matrix and you look at all the people who've applied, are there companies and organizations that you say, yeah, no, you're just not a good fit for us? Yeah, every year there are applications that are denied right off the bat um, because they haven't filled out the application in full or they can't say that they've updated their policies, let's say, to include gender identity and gender expression like we actually ask to see people's policies um, or just there isn't a strong values alignment. So every year there are um, parade entries that do get denied. We send them an email um, with a list of things that they can work on to strengthen their application in the future. Um, but yeah, we deny some every year. Interesting. Andrea, thank you very much for your time on this. You're very welcome. That is Andrea Arnott, who's the Executive Director of the Vancouver Pride Society.